Welcome to the Life of Faith podcast by missionary evangelist John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. We invite you to join us for this special message of inspiration, encouragement, and ministry of the Word of God through the exaltation of Jesus our Lord. Here is John J. Asilin. I don't want to talk about the 34 years and the nine years of opening the prayer center, but 50s was the decade of Haman John's birth decade. Sixties is my transformation. Sixty-seven, I was healed of tuberculosis. Sixty-eight, I saw my grandmother saying that she was seeing heaven. And for two days before she died, she gave me the date and the time that she would go into heaven. And she was describing the face of Jesus. But I was still a, an unbeliever. 69, I gave my heart to Jesus when he walked into my hospital room to heal me of bleeding ulcers. So 60s were transformation years. 70s is the year that I, God brought him and I together with a covenant agreement. And 70s, I finished all my degrees and I was a top level officer in the government and 79 God opened the door to come to the United States. 80s is the fulfillment. Hema was waiting for me, I was waiting for her. I flew back in 81 to get married. And 80s is the decade where we got off our children, both of our children, 83 and 87. And 80s especially, 89, I was slain under the power on a Wednesday night with God promising me that he would take care of all of our needs if only we do what God has called us to do. And we have been faithful. So that was 89. 90s was a decade where we called the cities before God. City of Daytona, city of DeLand, city of State College, Pennsylvania, city of, city of Cartersville, Georgia, Douglasville, Georgia, Lafayette, Georgia. So God brought healing to the cities and then the 2000 was a decade of peace for Israel festival. Where is Marvin? Marvin Miller. God gave me as a gift. Uh, God gave him as a gift to me. He's the president of, why are you sitting in the back row? That's okay. 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 All right. Okay. He's the president of Jewish Federation. So 2000. The decade of 2000, God brought the Jews and Christians together. And we are still together. And we are praying for each other. That is 2000 to 2010. And 2010 to 2020, we resumed I mean, our journey to Israel and journey to the nations again. And 2001 is when the vision for the prayer center came. 2005, we bought the land. 2009, we broke ground and we put the 800,000 to just complete the shell building and took a break. And then 2014, we finished everything. We launched everything. So that is the seventh decade. Now I am on the eighth decade. Eight means the new beginning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a new beginning. I am going to this is, I have, I have not done this in 34 years. Come on in, my brother, find a seat.
I have not done this in 34 years in any of my messages. Tonight is very special. I'm going to give four scriptures which God gave me. And it is not a message, it is declaration tonight. I have never done that. I'm, I'm just in go getting goosebumps, although we should not be led by the goosebumps. <laughs> I, am, I am God's servant. I don't order him around. I don't dictate to him. I follow orders. I go to the nations where God sends me. And I, I mean, God touches the people where he sends me. I am his servant. So I don't use the words casually. You know, my brother who came to stay with me for two days, he said, Anna, Anna means for my older brother. Brother, God told me something about you. What is it? Your, your heart is 90% Jewish. And 10%, the most important 10% Christian. Because Christ is my Lord. Amen. I don't shortchange him. I am his servant. But the Jewishness of Christianity has taught me not to use God in a very familiar terms. Not in a cavalier fashion. Now I have respect for the chief of police. Even though he could be my son. I love him and honor him. You know? And, and I, 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 I carry that humility in my heart. So uh, I have never done declare and decree all the time without substance. But tonight God asked me to declare, to make a declaration of what he is about to do in my life. I am beginning again. I am beginning again. And the first thing that I want to tell you is the declaration of all things becoming new. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone and new is here. I want to tell you something. In the New King James Version, or the King James Version, I have taken all the verses, and there is something common in all of the four verses I'm going to read to you. The word, behold. In all the four verses that he told me, there's the word, behold, means look and see. Pay attention. I'm holding your attention. Behold. Get with it. Look at me. He is creating all things new in my life. I'm declaring it. God makes, Christ makes all things new. We are of him. We are in him. We are in his word. And we are equipped with his power. Our desire is to be covered by his presence and walk in fullness of obedience and faithfulness to him. So I'm declaring today, as he is making me new, I will be faithful to him for the rest of my life. I will turn not to the left or to the right, but keep my eyes straight on him. And I'm declaring that as he is faithful to me, I will be faithful to him. And then he tells me from Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 and 19, do not remember the former things. 
I can tell you story after story after story of the miracles that we have seen for the last 34 years and beyond. Story after story. This, this house has been built on miracles. You can read the story. In the, in, we are launching the website new, globalprayercenter.net. That's all you need to go to send the prayer requests, to send everything that you need, praise reports, and, and, and to keep up with the schedule and everything. And in that there is a story, beautiful story written about how God has come about to do the things. But he tells me, do not remember the former things. Now consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, look and see, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So God is going to make all things new. I want you to stay with me. Don't eat the stale bread. Don't go back to the old lifestyle. Don't follow the old tactics of your mama's and daddy's ways. Follow the ways of God. If you have sinned, just get rid of them. Come to God to be a new person tonight. God washes you, cleanses you. I've been in Africa several times, the bishop of 2,000 churches, archbishop now. He has got probably a couple of million people under him. And when he gives the altar call, he gives the altar call like this. If you are an adulterer, come forward as an adulterer. If you are a thief, come forward to the altar as a thief. God will change you. Don't clean up your act and come. Just come as you are. God is going to make you new. I've never heard that before. So come, you thief, you come. Come, you adulterer, you come. Come, you angry man, come. God is going to change you. You know? Do not remember the former things. Behold, I will do a new thing. God is going to do a new thing in my life. You will watch me experiencing a new thing in my life between now and the next celebration. I will experience the new thing. I am declaring it. I am making a declaration of experiencing the new things in my life by the power of God. God is about to do new things, new open doors, a new anointing, a fresh new harvest, a new addition to prayer partners, a new favor, new rewards. We are going to go to the places which we don't want to go. I don't want to go to New York. God tells me to go to New York. And I'm seeing the world in front of me. I mean, everybody is dancing up and down and the world is in front of me. I, as a servant, my job is cut out. I was given 20 minutes to conduct a wedding ceremony. And the power of God came down in the 20 minutes. You don't need to be long-winded for hours after hours after. I mean, but you know, for the 20 minutes, you experience the power of God. You need to be walking with God constantly. You cannot flip the switch on and off just like that. You have to be in season. You have to be in season when you're, when you're out of season. You have to be in education when you quit school. You need to be walking with God. And that's when your job is, even though you don't want to be in the place where, you, where God takes you, you bring the power of God down. I saw silver and gold like you could never see. But God said, I have given you something 
more special. My presence. When you call, I come down, my son. Because you are my servant. You are my servant. The third verse God gave me is Isaiah 42, 9. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. I believe God is going to bring his people, including me, into a new level of sensitivity to inform us of the things that are about to take place, to inform us. That's what I do when I pray with the leaders. Let us stay hooked up with God so we will be in touch with God and we'll read the news from God before we read it in the newspaper. I believe God is going to inform us of the things that are about to erupt in this land so we'll be prepared. God never catches you off guard. God is not a God of surprise. Oh, I didn't know. No, you'll not say that. God is going to keep you informed. We will be sensitive to God's alerts and warnings and his declaration of new things before they even happen. So I want to declare to you tonight, I want to make a declaration that you and I, when we have the singleness of purpose, when we have the single focus, when we are walking with God with fear and trembling and with humility, he will keep us informed. He will keep us informed. He will keep us informed. Everything my brother told me the last two days, I've already known. And he said so many things which I only knew. You know, and I'm prepared. Hema is prepared. Even before they come to our doors, we know it by the grace of God. Because it is God's job to inform the leaders, to inform the people. If God would reveal his heart to the Pharaoh, if God would reveal his heart to Nebuchadnezzar, so will he reveal himself to all the leaders. All the leaders, the prophets and the pastors and the leaders of the city. Hallelujah. That's the God I serve. I'm 90% Jewish, so most of the scriptures are from the Old Testament, Marvin. (laughs) Finally, I want to close with this. He told me very clearly, he's going to do new things as he has never done them before. I want to give you a verse, Exodus chapter 34, verse 10. Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvels, wonderful acts, such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord. For it's an awesome thing that I will do with you. But I want you to pay attention here. Moses is sitting with God on the mountaintop. And God has come down in all of his glory and splendor in a cloud. And God pronounces his name, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious. And then God gives this promise, a new covenant of new things such as never been done before. Israel has already seen miracles in Egypt. Israel has seen the Red Sea parting. 
Israel has seen manna coming down from heaven. Israel seeing, uh, has seen quail flying at their hands level. They can pluck and eat. Israel has seen the mountain opening up and giving water. And to thus, that people, God says, I will do. Behold, I'm going to do the things that you've never seen before. That tells me that God is a God of new things. God is a God of new innovations. God is a God of creativity. God is a God of new plants, not the old stale plants that have never worked before. God is about to do a new thing in my life. I am making a declaration that you will see that God doing a new thing in my life. I am making a declaration that I will not be just stuck in the old former things. They have gone. They're all gone, but he is going to do a new thing. He is going to prepare a way. There is no way. He's going to bring forth rivers and the springs where it is dry. Hallelujah. I want to tell you one little story how it is dry. When we built this place, we asked for two things, two offerings. Hema asked for two offerings. One offering from a person who knows God. Second offering is from a person who does not even know God. That's what she prayed. Because we want to make sure, God, that we, you want us to build a prayer center in this place. I want to tell you, I can tell you a big story about how the first offering from the man who knows God came about. That was $350,000. The second offering came from the man who does not know him that much, and I have not met him until this day. God, laid, uh, God led me to this place, and this is the place we are going to buy. I said, this place was advertised for $550,000, and we don't have the money. So I said, well, I believe God is going to give us this place. God is going to show us favor. So I called the man, my right-hand man at that time. I said, why don't you make a call to this man? And, oh, this man. This man, don't, do you know about this man? This man will, will not even offer a cup of water to a man dying of thirst in a desert land. <laughs> That's the man God is sending us to. Make the call. I don't even have his phone number. I have his phone number on my desk for the last 30 days. How do you get it? It doesn't matter. Make the call. He made the call grudgingly. I'm going to make a call, but don't expect anything from this man because he will not offer a cup of water to a man dying of thirst in a desert land. That's how stingy he, this man is. Make the call, please. He made the call. And the man answered and he said, I haven't heard from you for a long time. How are you doing? It's as though he was standing right next door in the next lot. They had such a pleasant conversation. Well. My brother, who is a minister of the gospel, wants to build a, build a church in your place. And I want to, we want to buy that place from you. Well, I have too many places. I don't know what I've got invested in that place. I'll call you tomorrow in 24 hours. So the man comes to me. He told me nicely. He talked to me nicely. 
But he said he would call me in 24 hours, but don't expect anything from him. So would you please keep quiet for 24 hours. That's all I'm asking you to do. Let's go to, go to the Lord in prayer. That's it. 24 hours later, he calls. He said, I've got 550,000 of my hard cash invested in that land. But I tell you what I'm going to do. The title will read $550,000, but I'll accept 200,000 from you, cash. I will not finance you. You have to come up with the money. I mortgaged my house for 200,000 and wrote the check to this man. His contribution was $350,000. Just as the man who knows the Lord, his contribution was $350,000. That's how God works. God, see, that's how God works. You know, I don't have to stand in the street, you know. God asked me to do it. I don't believe you. God did it. That's it. I told the Lord, Lord, I know. I'm your servant. I know. I've been hearing your voice. But nobody will know that you told me. So you got to prove it to them by building it for me. And he did it. But that God is telling me, I will do such marvels as I have never done before. I will do such marvels. I will do such marvels. When Moses heard that new covenant promise, he consecrated himself to the Lord. And that is my cue to tell you and me that we concentrate ourselves tonight. For God is going to make all things new. In him, all things are new. And he will create new pathway where we are stuck. And he is going to reveal new things to us. Because he has declared the former things. He's going to tell us the new things, even before they happen. Now he's telling me that he's going to do such marvels. I'm going to see it in Quito next month. I'm going to see it in all the places where God takes me. New things. I'm going to see it right here in the prayer center, along with you and me. Hallelujah. New things. New things. So I make a declaration today. That God is going to perform all things new. And I want to be a new creation in God. Thank you for joining us on our Life of Faith podcast by John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center. Please visit us at www.globalprayercenter.net. Please share your comments and visit us at the Prayer Center. God bless you and strengthen your walk with the Lord.